on today's episode of Down the Wire. We are talking today's newest best foods at the Wisconsin State Fair. We are in the dog days of summer. Sports content is slow, but we have plenty of news in baseball, basketball, and football, of course, too. It all happens today on Down the Wire. Episode number seventy six. Down the wire. What what's up, Dave? What's going on? It feels like we've like taken a break almost, doesn't it, for a little bit? Too long. It feels so long since we recorded a podcast. Even though we haven't missed one now in seventy six weeks. Holy Shit, that's crazy. That's 76. not That's not uh, talking about like the ones sprinkled in. Oh, yeah, we've had a couple bonus episodes. This is probably like our 80th episode. I think it's 80. Yeah, this is like 80 right on the dot. Uh, absolute banger planned out for you today. A little something different. A little something different. We thought it'd be some, cool. Some. Um, any weekend recap stuff that you got to go over? Uh, nope. Yeah, I worked. I worked mostly. Um... What else did I do? I do you shit. put up that poster? I did. Yeah. yeah. Autonomy. Yeah. Why don't we talk about that? There's That's coming up now. A couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? That, that's uh, all you got to say? Look, I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure. Uh, and I guess two weeks from yesterday, I got uh, uh, our comedy show again. Be Second one. Yeah. It's uh, going to be a good one. Great stand-up comics we got uh, aj grill and jessica misra coming up from uh, chicago aj's a local guy but he's fucking hysterical um the best part though is uh three out of my or, sorry three of us in the improv uh portion myself alan guskowski and uh amy westrup are gonna be doing a mini show uh out at fucklandia brewery next week uh mm. so that's gonna be real good and hopefully we get a whole bunch of people to come back to really get the full experience. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Get a get a little mini show before the show in there. Have you ever been to Falklandia? No. Holy shit, that place is great. No, I haven't been there. Um, yeah, it used to be. It's it's like a nerd bar. Okay. Uh, so okay. Maybe, maybe not your your normal style of yeah. things, but it used to be like a hardcore nerd bar. I mean, you. You know me. I I've dabbled on KK. All right, in Bayview. Like I go to nerd oh, bars. Oh no, no, no. Like this is like attached to it is a is like another business that is like we sell Magic the Gathering cards. Ooh, yeah, the Brickyard on Wednesdays too. Trivia night gets a little weird, but uh, trivia. It oh dude, I got second place at it last time. You got second place. Yeah, the two teams. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> no, I, I'd be winning every time. Yeah, you would literally every. Is time. it that like that easy of questions? Yeah, and I think I got a twenty five dollar gift card. For, I for I might have to card. assemble my A team. Yeah, I mean, it, you, you don't need to. You can go by yourself and win. Uh, yeah, but the A team, like that's what's up. Okay, do Me, it. Do it. You myself, will win. Josh, Chelsea, but, and Dana. Like, but, hands but if down. you if you guys if you went by yourself, you get to keep. If you win, I think it's a fifty dollar gift card. If you get second, it's twenty five. 
All right. So if you just win it, you just get 50 bucks Wednesdays. to the brickyard. Uh, well, unfortunately, it's a Wednesday. Yeah. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Tried to tell you. Tried to tell you. Well, the only thing that's relevant in sports right now is baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do have a lot of stuff going on. I mean, the first things first, the All-Stars were announced. Our boy, Devin Williams, is finally in. He needed to be. He needed Dear to be. God, it took them long enough. He should have been announced right after Hayter wasn't going to go play in it. They should have just let Devin Williams be his replacement. Uh, that made the most sense. I said the Brewers were going to have five All-Stars, and they had three. I mean, that was pretty good, right? That was a pretty good hot take, right? Mm, I mean, really, they had two. I- I'm sorry. you. D- I don't count All-Stars that get added, like, later. Uh, but Devin Williams was a snub. That's fair. Sure. So I think you can count this one. Also, you bet there was going to be a bat. I did, and that was I think two. way off. I think you had two bats. I think no? I had Willie and Christian. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And, uh, the that... coldest of takes. No, I mean, Christian, since moving to leadoff, is not an all-star. Is gotcha. not an all-star, but is a different player. He at least is now not being asked to be that run score driving in that we paid him all that money to be. But at least he has some role on a team he he's defining himself as a player again rather than a liability really all i've seen is the brewers defining themselves as a first round exit in the playoffs let's finish this all-star and home run stuff before we get into the brewers yeah home, home run derby has been announced we got all the all the participants and uh the brackets are set Let's go through him and just, I guess, guess where we think is going to happen. Yeah, let me give me a second to pull it up. I know the 1-8 matchup is Schwarber versus Pujols. Pujols. How do you feel about Pujols being in it? Um, Dumb. Really? You think it's dumb? Yeah. You don't, you don't like kind of like it as a hoorah? No. What if he balls out? What if? I mean, he might. Okay. Obviously, no one how else many, wanted many, to do how it. How many home runs does he have right now? Uh, yikes. I don't know. Is there more no-hitters or more <laughs> Albert Pujols home I, runs? I'm trying to go, does he get more home runs than his current home runs? Ooh, okay. Let's, that's, yeah, for sure. For sure. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Dude, I, he, there's no way he has 10 home runs. Well, let, let's see. Albert Pujols, uh, pulling up his numbers right now. He has okay. He has thirty-two hits all season. That's the only thing that shows up on Google. So <laughs> there's no way thirty-two throwing, hits. He has six home runs. He uh, definitely you know hits more than six. Home That's runs. a pretty fair no. He's first. Sure, uh, you pound the over on that. What? That's <laughs> four minutes. He has four minutes to hit as many home runs as he wants. All right. He's oh. going to hit six. He's going to hit six. <laughs> he might beat Schwarber. I mean, I don't think he will, he but he might. He won't beat Schwarber. He might. He will not. Um. Okay. Fine. So, so we we're we're pretty set on saying Schwarber advances. You are. I don't know yet. We're just Fuck going through the bracket you. right now. We're just going through the bracket. Fine. Fine. Number two, Pete Alonso uh, against Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah. This is a that's a that's a hot one. Big Meat Pete is coming back for uh, three-peat now here, too, right? Th- not three in a row, but uh, maybe three in a row because they didn't have one in 2020, right? 
It uh, it would be three in a row. Yeah, tw- 19, yeah. 20, and or twenty one, so. nineteen, twenty one, and twenty two. I think he's won all of those. Yeah. Um. So and then the number three versus six, Corey Seager, Julio Rodriguez. Um. Fun. That, that's interesting. That's, that's an a interesting fun matchup. Uh, Julio Rodriguez is taking over baseball right now. Young phenom right now, and Juan Soto also for another reason. Okay, the, to win the world, to win the World Series, cheese to win. This home run derby, I'm gonna take Pete Alonso. Just gonna. Oh I'm man, gonna we're not with, even. We're, we're not even going through it all. Oh, we're gonna go through it all. I thought we were talking about each one. Okay, well now you know my path. Uh, well, I'm telling you right. Uh, I'm. I'm also gonna say right now, Mariners 14 game win streak right now. Yeah, they making the playoffs. Is Baltimore gonna make the playoffs? Well, I'm, I'm saying uh, I believe the Mariners have the longest playoff drought right now. Oh yeah, they could. They could do it. They need Kelnick to heat up, man. I mean, if they had anything out of him right now, he'd be they'd be way ahead of the game. Uh, next up, we got Juan Soto, which we'll get to him, against Jose Ramirez of the Guardians. That's a fun matchup, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very fun. I, I thought we said that one already because of how it was displayed, but I realized we didn't, so that's why yeah. I gave away my entire list. Ah, so. ah. So, uh, but yes, Juan Soto versus Jose Ramirez. Okay, I'll take it like this. In the semifinals on the one seed side, I'll take Albert Pujols and Juan Soto. What? Yeah, I'm going to. You're... No. On the other side, I'm going to take Pete Alonso and Julio Rodriguez because he's in his home field, right? Uh, And then I'm going to take Pete Alonso to beat... Juan Soto in the finals. Albert Pujols' Cinderella story runs out at the end there. But he does get lucky one round, and Julio Rodriguez gets lucky one round because it's home field advantage. All right. Uh, I'll start going the other way. So 4-5, Soto and uh, Ramirez. I actually like Jose Ramirez for this. I think he's going to ball out for Cleveland. Uh, Then Julio Rodriguez and Corey Seager. Oh, man, that's, that's actually harder than it looks. Give me Julio Rodriguez as well. I like that. So uh, that sets that like the low seeds uh, for those two, but then I'm gonna go Pete uh, Pete Alonzo and Kyle Schwarber mm. uh, because duh. Okay. And give me give me a Schwarber Alonzo final. Wow. Pretty, and pretty chalk. Uh, well, I got the two low seeds. Yeah, the home field advantage low seed. And I the- mean, is it a home field advantage? And Jose Ramirez can pick what side he wants to swing from too. Shut Juan up. Soto hat. What if what if they throw a lefty on the mound and Juan Soto goes up there? Well, what if? Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh my god. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna throw from a lefty uh, on this. Who's one. gonna be your all star game MVP? Ooh. Um I'm going a pitcher. Nah, someone's gonna hit a homer and they're gonna be like, Yep, that's gonna be them. Um Give me Jose Altuve. All right, give me Devin Williams. Ooh, just a big F you to her. Just like gleeked. For, for gleeked? Yeah, you never heard that. I've never heard that term. Oh, uh, let's keep let's keep going with some of this baseball yeah. talk. Well, well, we were just talking about him in the home run derby. Yeah, we'll so. go into Juan Soto. Juan Soto, dude, turning down the biggest contract ever. 14, 15 years. What was it? Fifteen years? Uh, just. Uh, $440 million. The AAV average annual value is only at like $27 million or something when you break it down like that. 
but they tried to give him a lot of money over a lot of years. Scott Boris, big old FU to the Nationals organization. They're now looking into trading him. Uh, this is crazy. This is a big deal. I'm pissed that Juan Soto is going to end up in some sort of maybe uh, – what what are we what are we thinking like coastal team right New York L A it's L A it's pretty much L A or bus kind of rooting for the Padres please if anyone's gonna get him I'm rooting for the Padres can it just not I, honestly I would rather him go to the Yankees the Athletics or the Athletics <laughs> uh, the Athletic uh, came out with an article for ten different teams that proposed a trade kind of thing where's the Brewers. They're not on there. Oh. Um, but you know, the Cardinals are in there. Uh, I would lit. Oh, my God. If Juan Soto was a Cardinal for the next 15 years, dude. Tom. I would be so pissed. Tom. I don't think you understand how much more I would rather him be a Cardinal than a Dodger. I don't think you understand my level. I would rather him be a Cub. I mean, I'd rather him be a Cub than a Cardinal. I, I, he could have dual citizenship and play on both teams, and I would be so much happier than him. Well, the Blue Jays were in there too, and that gets a little interesting. They got the they got the hall they can do it for. I I love the Blue Jays. Always have loved them. He's twenty three, dude. He's so young. I mean, he's so he, good he at looks baseball. Like a grown ass. Yeah, man. he's so good at baseball. <laughs> like, oh my god! He's I'm, so I'm hoping the Padres so, are a deal that get done. That's the I'm, one I'm rooting for. So, like, just to dive a little bit in on this uh, Juan Soto thing, I, I posted in our group chat uh, with all the other chair shot guys. Bob Nightingale let everyone know that this uh, 15 year, 440 million dollar contract offered by the Nationals to Juan Soto heavily backloaded the past. Uh, the the last six years, so like the overall value of the contract was kind of skewed, right? Offer was that the twenty nine point three million a- uh, annual average salary ranked only twentieth right now, and paled in comparison to Scherzer's forty three point three million dollar average. That's so what I'm saying. That's why he rejected it. Like that's a big one. I'm not entirely sold that he the Nationals don't get a deal done with Juan Soto. I'm not saying it's uh like likely to happen. I'm giving it maybe 15% that he stays in Washington. Yeah. Yeah, I I think maybe, maybe even less, 10. Yeah, probably 10% chance he stays. Okay. Uh but again, I I'm not I'm not entirely sold on it. Uh, I cuz you know they're going to do everything in their fucking power to try to keep him. Well, it looks like on CBS they have the Cardinals as the number 1 team, dude. Why? And and that is basically what it does is it surrounds a trade around either Carlson, O'Neal or Bader, one of their outfield guys. And Jordan Walker, their top prospect, and I think he's a top 10 prospect right now. You throw in maybe one of the other guys. This one even has Carlson and Tyler O'Neill, And then Mason Wynn, another prospect there as well. God, dude, I just don't want him to be a Cardinal, bro. That's like a Matt Holiday situation waiting uh, to happen. Cardinal or Dodger, though? 
I mean, be, be honest. I, I don't know. I guess the Cardinals. I just don't want to see him. I we would have to play him more than. I I would rather play him than see him on the fucking dude. That's Dodgers. gonna be Goldschmidt, Arenado, and Soto. Yeah, fucking gauntlet, that's nuts. dude. That's fucking nuts. gauntlet. I well, mean, a good thing they have no pitching. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> um, and then let's talk about some J- Brewers a little bit. Yeah, uh, these Brewers, man, just got absolutely. I, I can't believe they lost these last two games in San Francisco. This is the ugliest losses of the season for Milwaukee. To, uh, what is that? The Friday night game. The embarrassing. Friday, I can't believe we Friday lost that game, game. Was just the biggest embarrassment. It might have been Saturday. Friday. No. Friday. It was Friday. We won. Yesterday was the yeah. Was the Gustave one right? And we won one what was of it these Thursday. Today's Sunday. I'm talking. Oh, about it the was blow. Friday. It was Friday. Yeah, you're right. See? You're right. It was. I'm. I'm thinking it's Monday now. So. That, that, that so, those two let games. Them know. Let them know what the break it down. There's a big game one. Okay, they win in extras. They're in San Francisco, three to two. They come back and they are on San Francisco's neck all game for seven seven and two thirds of an inning. Okay, eight eight innings because that was all not bottom nine. Um. Josh Hader just gets absolutely shelled. They were up 6-2. Blows the game, walk-off grand slam to Mike Yastrzemski. I mean, kudos. That's cool as shit. Awesome. Oh, sorry, 5-2. 5-2. Then, then, <sighs> yesterday, my boy John Del Gustave, who, I mean, you know, what do you expect? Whatever, he's up on the mound. But one of the weirdest, worst, most questionable calls of the season, a balk that pretty much just never happened, lost us the game on top of it. Yeah. Um, And that's how the Brewers lose these last two. This team is just so fraudulent. We've been saying it for how many weeks now? Months. This is absolutely the time to sell Josh Hader, get rid of him, Bring in some haul. We need someone to hit. We have Devin Williams, who might be the next best reliever in the MLB, people. I mean, top five. Top five reliever in the game. Let him be the closer. Okay, let's run with him. We have team control. Now, let's go over some Josh Hader trade ideas for the Brewers. And I'll say this. I I saw a couple that piqued my interest. They piqued my interest. And I have three. You have three. Yeah, I got one for the, the Mets, the Guardians, and the Red Sox. Well, I think we talked about the Guardians one already, didn't we? I don't know if we actually brought it up. Maybe not. Maybe I think, not. I know me and you talked about it, but I don't think we actually brought it up on okay, air. Okay, fine. And if not, yeah. you know, whatever. We'll rehash it again. So I have right here... This one is from Wiss Sports Heroics. Yep. Uh, talking about the Dodgers. And Ugh. to be honest, yeah, the Dodgers have the best prospects. And, well, maybe not the best, but the, the one of the best farm system teams in all of baseball. No doubt. Diego Cartaya is an option. That's the 13th overall prospect. Their number one prospect. He's a catcher. 
Uh, Bobby Miller is being tossed around, who's a pitching prospect, their number two prospect. Michael Bush plays second base. Uh, Andy Pajes, Miguel Vargas, Ryan Pepio, they're all out there for some prospects. All those guys are in the top 100, and all of them being proposed for Josh Hader. I'm all for that. I mean... I. I, I've been talking to you. I don't understand the, the value behind Josh Hader right now. I get it. He's a very dominant arm at the end of the pen. How valuable is that? Is he worth that many prospects? I hope so. I, I really hope so. But if I'm the Brewers, I'm accepting that call today. I mean, t- today. Get your haul. Well, baseball is tricky because baseball, you don't know. I mean, it's it's similar to like the NBA, like um, uh, with drafting, right? There's never a guarantee. Uh, I mean, look at someone like fucking Zion. Like Zion's dominant, sure, but I mean, what has he provided over the past couple of years? Baseball is even trickier because dudes like what uh, Eli, not Eli Apple, what the. Mark Appel. Mark Appel, sorry. Finally gets his fucking start in the MLB a couple weeks ago, right? When was that dude drafted? He was a first overall pick a while ago. Uh, like 2013, 15, yeah, maybe. Yeah, right? Know, like that's, that's nuts. So, I, fuck. Fuck me. Yeah, it's interesting when you go with that. I would like one MLB-ready player, at least. Uh, that does, yeah. That does throw a little bit of a wrench in it. We also, to be fair, don't need pitching. We just don't need to focus on that at all. Uh, if we get a relief guy at the end, all right. I like the Andy Pajes idea. I love an outfielder right now. I would love another outfielder. Uh, I, I would I give this would trade like I, I would accept this trade. That's what I would just say. I but would accept this. Let's trade. be honest. We are biased. We think that Hater needs to be gone. Yeah, I do. And most of these trades that we are seeing are ludicrous. Once we get to the Guardians one that we talked about the other day, I mean, why, why if that was an actual trade, why wouldn't you take that as a Brewer? Um, the Brewers front office themselves. Uh, like, I got this one with the Mets. And this one is literally just two. Two players. Jeff McNeil, the infield outfielder. And Dominic Smith, the first baseman. Hmm. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Dominic Dominic Smith is ready. You would I, do that. You, yeah, I think Hater is really that big of a liability right now on this team. Really, it looms over. I mean, you're more biased than me, then. Yeah, maybe I am. Because I, I'm not giving up two guys. I know what I can get for Hater. Dominic Smith is really fucking good. I know what I can get for Hater, though. and though That's fair. That, I don't think that's the biggest haul you can get. Maybe that just kind of goes around them. Maybe there's Maybe more their it. value together is more than Hater's, but I know Hater can bring in more than haul. them. That's what I'm I saying. I really like Dominic Smith, though. And uh, having that first base, pro- like, Man, that's a go-to first baseman. I've seen a couple Mets trades with Francisco Alvarez involved in that too. You think the Brewers should get a catching prospect? No, I mean I'm okay with rocking with Severino and uh, what's his face next year, not um, Omar Narvaez, yeah, the, the other, other one. Observe uh, the V, Carantini. There, there we go. Yeah, that's, that's a V. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, because Victor. Victor. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was Victor. right. Yeah, you were um, on it. Narvaez is basically gone. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next year or after this, this year, year? I think. This year. Yeah. <clears throat> so whatever. Um, okay, give me give me another one. Um, I have another Boston idea here. All right, um, then I'll do my Boston with you. I like. I saw this one and I got pretty excited because Jaron Duran was the, uh, the the main focal point of this. Sexy. And that's a MLB ready center fielder. Would love that. Is this a yard barker? It is. Okay, I think we're on the same one. Yeah. Um, brings in a second base prospect, Nick York, 64th prospect in the MLB, Brian Bello, right-handed pitcher, 44th-ranked prospect, uh, and Chris Murphy, Boston's 10th prospect, another pitching prospect as well with there, and they send us a utility prospect who's having – Pretty good stuff in high A and double A right now as yeah, well, too. Yeah, Sedan uh, Rafaela. That's what it looks like. I, I would love it. Uh, if we got an MLB-ready center fielder for Josh Hader with a bunch of prospects, I would be totally cool with that, too. And two, two top 100 prospects. We have a terrible farm system. Brewers always have a terrible farm system, it feels like, too. Uh, and, I mean, it's it's not horrid right now. It's better than Milwaukee's usually is, and I give it a C minus at best. Like, what? What's uh? Who's the main guy? That oh god. Well, Garrett Mitchell was nope. up there for a little bit. It's, Bryce Terang. Nope, that's not it. Um, it's like Chichi or something like that. Chichi Gonzalez. Nope, not, no, I have to look it up. Um, yeah, keep going. I think we need to revamp the farm system. It's not exciting at all. Corey Ray, you want to talk about guys who have just taken forever to get the fuck up? Corey Ray. Well, Corey Ray is gone now. Uh, they they got rid of him. But time. I will say, like, that is old management. That's old scouting stuff. And uh, the new uh, head of scouting, I forget, it's, it's Troy something I, I want to say is. Um, uh, yeah, like... I'm oh, sorry. It is Jackson Churio. That's what I was thinking of. That's the their number one guy. And people are talking about Jackson Churio as being like just under Juan Soto level of talent, mm, which is that. that seems nuts to me. But and Joey Weimer to give him some Salfred uh, Freelick as well. Eh. Like that. That's their top five: is Jackson Churio, Sal Freelick, Joey Weimer, Garrett Mitchell, Bryce Terang. I guess. Sure. And what's your last trade? Do one more trade. Uh, the last one is the absolute ludicrous one that we saw from the Guardians the other day, which just needs to be talked about because it's just so fucking ludicrous. If this got offered to the Brewers, who, who proposed this trade? Uh, we Sports Heroics. Yeah. So if you guys actually produce this trade... Like, whoever is in charge of Cleveland should be fired. Fired. Today. Yeah. Read it off. Uh, well, so in this trade, there are six players, four of which are top 100 prospects. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Wait, hold on. It might be more. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, yeah. So I'll start going down. Uh, first of all, Tyler Freeman, shortstop, second baseman, hitting 249, uh, ranked as Cleveland's sixth ranked prospect and number 86 on the MLB top 100. 
Uh, next is Brian Rocchio, shortstop, second baseman, third baseman, blah, blah, blah. Number 85 on the MLB Top 100 prospect. Gavin Williams, a right-handed starting pitcher, uh, currently number 78 on the MLB's Top 100 list. Daniel Espino, a right-handed starting pitcher, uh, currently ranked 11 in on Cleveland's uh, overall and uh, the MLB's number 11 overall prospect. Wow. Uh, Nolan Jones, third baseman outfielder, uh, is the Guardians' eighth-ranked prospects and number 100 overall prospect. And then uh, getting back an actual first baseman slash outfielder in Josh Naylor, uh, who right now is hitting... 279, 336, 505 with 11 home runs and 43 RBIs in 57 games with Cleveland this season. What? Yeah, for Josh Hader. Okay, yeah, done tomorrow. There's no, first of all, I understand this is the most ludicrous trade ever. To get all of that for Josh Hader, that would be a crime. That would be an absolute crime. It would be a fleecing <laughs> If we get three prospects, I want two in the top 100 and one MLB-ready player. That's what I want. Four guys. That That's that's all I'm asking. Give me two top 100 players. Give me two in the top 50. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Even even more so. Give me yeah. two top 50 prospects. Or at least close to it. Maybe top MLB-ready, either first baseman or outfielder. I'll take either of those. And then another guy. Uh, I'll also take third baseman. MLB ready first or third outfielder. Well, like we really need that much help. I mean, maybe a second baseman as well. Holy flying fuck! Yeah, like, I mean, really, what do you? Literally, feel every in? team is up for outside, every position is up outside for grabs. of catcher and pitcher. What else do you feel confident in? Um, I like what Andrew McCutcheon's been doing the last few weeks. Yay! Yeah, and. I'm not going to give up on Hunter Renfro, but everyone else is well, getting that's, pretty that's short two. leash. That's two yeah. outfielders. So we still need a third outfielder. Oh, I said outfielder. That was like the first thing that came to my head. A center fielder. That would be great. This is just so fucked. And the, I'm sorry, people. Anyone that is out there that are like, look, we just need to make it to the playoffs. Anything can happen. That is some bullshit. You're wrong. That is bullshit. Trade hater. Don't don't fall into that. A trade hater. Get a ridiculous haul. And then, if you want to compete this year, use all the prospects that you get to uh, try to snag more trade, uh, like uh, MLB-ready players. Because this team is garbage. Garbage. All right, let's go into our segment. You introduce it. Your idea. The NBA top ten, NBA live golf. Oh, we're doing all that still. Okay, Are we still doing that or no? I mean, we've been talking for a minute. Okay, it's uh, we're let's at just go. Let's we're just at thirty minutes. Okay, let's just do the open because this um this state fair stuff shouldn't take very long. I don't think. Okay. Uh, mark this that way we can. I don't... Okay, sorry. Um, sure. One other thing that I think we should talk about is the Open Championship happened this weekend. I'm not a super huge golf guy. Tom kind of is, right? Eh, I mean, I don't, like... You know, you follow it more than I do. Sure, but I, I didn't really get to watch too much of the Open. Uh, I 
I, I did get to consume a little bit of golf media. Cam Smith, congratulations on winning the U.S. or not the U.S. Open, the Open Championship. His first major win. I have a pretty good sound bite for that. Uh, if you want, let me just grab that real quick and throw it in as well. That did not go as smoothly as planned, but hopefully I'll just I'll just <laughs> cut it in there eventually. Uh, and but yeah, Cam Smith, congratulations, Cam, young uh, budding prospect, right? Really gross mustache. Ooh, really? I haven't seen him. Look, I, I wanted to talk live. I brought this up to you because a lot of stuff happened, mm-hmm. right? First things first. Tiger sucked. He was bad. Missed the cut. Yeah, badly. Like, he wasn't even close. He wasn't even close. I think he was, like, eight shots under the cut last I had seen. It wasn't pretty. It was not pretty. That's for sure. And another thing that happened is the live golfers kind of showed out to start. They did. And live is getting more and more traction. Uh, we actually got a notification at while recording. Henrik Stenson, the uh, captain of the Ryder Cup, said "fuck you" to to the PGA and just left. And they stripped him of his Ryder Cup captainship. And um, like what? He like him just dipping over to to the live. Well, it's going to be interesting to see. And if Liv can maintain it, it could be the death of the PGA. <sighs> Man. I, I, so, uh, the Liv golfers who made the cut at the Open. Dustin Johnson, Bryson DeChambeau, Ian Poulter, Abraham Answer, Lee Westwood, Saddam, oh my, Ka Kanjana, uh, Taylor Gooch. Awesome nice. name. Uh, Sergio Garcia, Patrick Reed, and Laurie Cantor. I went to high school with the Javon Gooch. It's another good name. Gooch, uh, man. Uh, yeah, they're they're getting the best talent. They really are. They're trying to poach away as many as possible. And if the live golfers keep winning and keep making these cuts, the more people are probably going to keep leaving. They're going to want to play with the best talent. And these PGA events might suffer when it gets to the time when they cannot compete. And now that was the thing too, is that Tiger kind of shit on the on Live, um, so I think it's pretty safe to say that he's not going there. He's anytime. got more money than he knows what to do with already. Yeah, well, did, did you not hear the offer? I get it, a billion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> like, <I know. laughs> um, he's probably got that. I, I don't know how much longer Tiger's got, but I, I, I want to get back to this Live versus PGA thing because. They're not going to be able to have this war, right? Liv is going to get TV time eventually. Yeah. Right now, all they got is, like, shitty YouTube stuff. It's not shitty. The Liv streams on YouTube are actually pretty well done. I will say that. And they do have a really cool interactive scoreboard kind of thing. And all right, track the balls. I've seen the Liv streams, and they're not bad. Did you hear who else is talking uh, about jumping over specifically to the commentating. No. Fucking Charles Barkley. Oh, wow. Is in talks with Liv. That would be amazing. 
I mean, that that's amazing. like um, that's like Walton, yeah, uh, for basketball yeah. games. Yeah, exactly. Like, Charles Barkley doing live golf. They should just get Shaq and Charles to do it. Shaq don't know golf like that though. He doesn't need to. I mean, I guess neither neither does Charles. Why but. not? Just have them both do it. That's nuts. That shot was barbecue chicken, baby. Was that your Shaq impression? Yeah. I yeah. I always go back to the airy, airy spears. You got to cross your eyes a little bit. Rubber. Oh yeah, mine is way better than yours. My my impression is way better than yours. Not even close. No, I, I was doing Airy Spears. Here. Yeah, uh huh, uh-huh. uh huh. That would be lit. That would be that would be super lit. I when think. when do we change up? When does the uh, does live and the PGA decide to work together? Because we got the Ryder Cup. Tell me, a live versus PGA Cup every year wouldn't be straight. Fire. Mm. They should just like AFL versus NFL that shit. Ryder I, Cup. I'm like telling that. you, that is some of the coolest ideas. And it's not like AFL, NFL, you know, uh, XFL versus NFL type shit. Like where there's one distinct better product. These are these are pretty solid guys. Yeah, from both you know? sides. From both sides. So I, I don't know, uh, man. This is, to me, pretty crazy. I, I think we are going to see... It's the first time we've seen a professional sports league challenged at this magnitude. In, in a quite long some time. time, yeah. In a long time. Yeah. I mean... WWE right, and AEW, it's not even close yet. You know I, what I mean? I would mean? say it's pretty close to that. Because the I thing think, about, the thing about that... I think it's overtaking it almost. It, it's got It's probably got to oh. take at least a year or two before it does. Sure, but it's on a much stronger trajectory. Uh, really, start getting worried when Liv gets television. Yeah, then then we can really talk about like, oh my god. Yeah, it's gonna be a big deal. Yeah, because right now they're and and you know what? Honestly, too, they need some more, some some more legitimate courses too. Because I, I want to say the courses that they're playing on aren't. They're not bad, but they're certainly not name recognizable. You know what I mean? You're not getting the Pebble Beaches. You're not getting, uh, uh, I mean, I guess the Open, but like uh, Augusta Nationals, right? But I guess they can play for Augusta, right? Because that's the U.S. Open. The U.S. Open's not PGA. No, Augusta's the Masters. Masters, they couldn't. Oh, play. sorry. P- I was. I said U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah. Augusta's is an Augusta is a no. But like the the U.S. Open. They can play on that because that's not PGA. Right, right. See, that's that's some crazy shit. It is, man. We'll see. It, we gotta we gotta check back in a year. Check back in a year. Yeah, mark mark this down, people. July seventeenth. Yeah, yeah. When uh, we're when we're rich and famous, uh, you know, you gotta make sure that you're live tweeting us. Or we some were on. Shit like we that. were on that. We were on that. Okay. Um. Now. Let's get to a segment. You want me to bring it in? Yeah, bring it in. So, uh, again, we're in the dog days. We got to find some shit to talk about. And I think having a break from sports isn't such a bad idea. We here in Wisconsin have a pretty legendary state fair. It's awesome. Uh, I I mean, it's it's fucking crazy. I don't know how good your guys' state fair is, but ours is that good at least. Yeah. Yeah, and there uh, I've looked at other ones like uh, stuff that rivals us. Minnesota State Fair usually pretty cracking too. Makes sense. Not that, not this big, but 
I got a notification last week that uh, the State Fair has introduced all their new, uh, newly offered foods at the fair this year. There are 81 of them, or 84, I think, actually. Uh, Tom and I kind of looked over the list, and uh, we are going to talk about our top 10. Mm-hmm. 10 to 1, and... I guess just uh, read the descriptions uh, because I think uh, there's some crazy shit out there. This was like the hardest list we've done on this show. Legit. There's so many. 80 items. Get it down to 10. I just want to say I know what 80 is on this list. That's the only thing I'll say. Dead last. Oh, we'll save that because we each are going to have our worst overall thing. Okay, but I don't know if it's going to taste the worst. It's just... The worst presented item on this I know list. It's, it's definitely our same okay item. okay we'll fine. get there we'll okay, get there fine. we'll get there we'll, um, we'll see if we say it on three uh, this is what point. I this is what I will say lots of things with bugs which okay it's kind of a staple at this point like things on a stick and now it's like introduced bugs also lots of southwestern affair mm. this time around which um it's kind of new I'm okay with it get some spice but uh yeah let's go into it tom give me your number 10 so for number 10 i'm gonna keep it pretty um, i guess basic because i think i'm gonna go with mama's moonshine fudge at 10 ah yes read me the description yes uh decadent milk chocolate fudge infused with moonshine true straight up or apple cinnamon that sounds fucking banging, dude. And just to keep it easy at 10, I, I wanted it to crack the list. It's not going to be number one on anyone's list by any means, but that's like a good bar setter that catches your attention right there. Moonshine fudge. I dig it. And apple cinnamon fudge sounds really fucking good. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, my number 10, this, this is definitely something that I want to try. I don't know how good it's going to be, but... I love fruit and I love salty strawberry cheesecake tater tots. Mm, okay, I saw that on here. I don't think it's going to make my top 10 though. It's strawberry cheesecake tater tots are delightfully dusted with cinnamon and sugar tater tots, then topped with cheesecake filling, strawberry topping and whipped cream. Fuck, that sounds awesome. That sounds like a funnel cake. For fat people. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and that's saying something because funnel cake is like chunkiness. But we can say that because we are fat people. Exactly. We are ready to dive. Just dive. Next one I'm going to go with is. Oh, God. This is really a tough list, man. <laughs> this is a tough list to go for. I'm going to take. Um. I had a, it was this one, right? The French toast burger. That's what I wanted to go next. Oh, I got that higher. Um, I got that higher. I'm, I'm going to, it sounds good. Sounds great. Uh, great. Get breakfast started with a burger on French toast, top of the fried egg and syrup. I mean, give me, give me a little more. Get me some bacon on there. Get me some egg, you know, uh, you know, not egg. Sorry. Uh, it's like a Monte Cristo. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that's literally ham. It's you know, just like a changed Monte Cristo on there. I have that too. Like that's my number eight. Okay. So, so I, don't I have need it, it at nine. That's like yeah. right on the same page. So. But it sounds fucking awesome. It's going to be good. Uh, my number nine, 
Frito Rodeo Bark. Oh, yeah, that looked good, too. Take on Texas Brittle, this traditional-style chocolate bark with a blend of decadent milk chocolate, salty corn chips, and a dash of creamy peanut butter. Sign me the fuck up for that. Mm -hmm. Chocolate and salt is always great. Great combination. And then you're going to put some peanut butter in that, too? I'm fucking that shit up. I, I agree. That sounds very good. That sounds very good. I'm going to take the Brandy Old Fashioned S'more on a Stick at number eight. That always sounds so good. That sounds really good. Sounds very rich, but oh man, that is going to be a good ass bite. Uh, the Brandy Old Fashioned S'more on a Stick upgrades the classic whipped cream bar by infusing the flavors of the Wisconsin Brandy Old Fashioned fluffy cream sandwich between two graham crackers covered in milk chocolate topped with white chocolate drizzle a dried orange and a dried cherry bruh i'm so goddamn hungry that and i have that chinese food downstairs so good. that sounds I've, so good oh my god uh my number seven uh because I, I remember i don't have an eight uh, so i'll just go and skip into the uh that uh my number seven is the elk philly cheesesteak mm. holy fuck does that thing look great Try the elk chili fee steak. Ch- Philly cheese steak. Tend- chili fee steak. <laughs> uh, tender bites of sliced elk steak, sauteed peppers, onions, topped with cheese, and served on a toasted hoagie. Hey, did you see the picture of this thing? Uh, I think I got it. Yeah, right it in front of me. It looks great, dude. Oh, my God. I'm so ready. Oh. All right. Go ahead. Number seven. Mm. So for my number seven, I'm, I'm gonna take a quick, uh, quick uh, guess. Your number one is going to be a brat. I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet. My number seven might be a fucking brat too. You don't know. All right. Um, I'm gonna go with the sriracha breaded cheddar cheese curds at number seven. I saw that. That sounds amazing for my mouth and terrible for my butt. That's all I can think. But, oh yeah, that sounds really good. And the description just says, Sriracha breaded cheddar cheese curds. Need we say more? That's yeah. all it says. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just like, think of it like uh, uh, like a, a different take on Flamin' Hots. Right? With cheese curds. Yeah. That's what I said, a different take. Yeah. I, I'm, ooh, those sound good. Uh, I'm going for my number six here, and I know this is on your list somewhere. I just know it. The jalapeno popper bratwurst looks so fucking good. No comment. Because I, was that your number one? No comment. That's your one? Maybe. Well, if it's your, if you got I'm higher, I'm just not gonna comment on it. If it's higher, I don't want to take it from you because you can do the description. Clearly, you have it higher. It's higher than number six on my list. All right, then I'll hold off. I'll hold off on talking about it. Okay, give me your six. My number six is going to be the chicken bacon ranch waffle on a stick. I got it on five. Uh, Darn. This very much could have been higher on my list, but I was just looking right at it, and it needs to be in the top ten. That's all I can tell. Oh say my about god! It. Juicy white meat chicken baked inside a delicious Belgian waffle. Served on a stick, drizzled with ranch dressing and topped with real bacon. That's the fucking... Oh! That's that's different. 
That looks so good, dude. Oh my god! Dude. On that like wood flight board that they got too. Different. I'm Whoever so thought of that hungry. is just they. Oh they've got god. it. They've got it. Oh my god! I'm so hungry. Go ahead next. Uh, no, no, you go. It's uh, that was my number five. Oh, okay. My number five. Then I'm gonna lump in beer batter infused white cheddar cheese curds. Uh. Yeah. That just sounds yeah. crazy on top of it as well. Uh, different from traditional fried cheese curds, the batter-infused white cheddar cheese curds are not a normal beer-battered curd. Are not a normal beer-battered curd served with a side of ranch. That's all it says. Okay. <laughs> they just look a lot fatter, too, in the picture. Yeah. It, uh, these pictures are wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were at four, right? That was my five. Yep. I already gave mine. My, yep. uh, so my number four is going to be the Scani Slugger, which you don't understand what this is from the name, but the Scani Slugger, highlighting the great state of Wisconsin, the Slugger combines a locally made beer brat, cheese curds, then dips them in cruller cornmeal batter. This on a stick is a work of art, is then deep fried topped with Dijonais and German sweet and sour cabbage. This motherfucking brat is in the best donut batter known to man. Mm -hmm. Holy flying fuck. And I like looking at it. It looks like, um, like a, like a dessert thing. But then you realize that that's fucking Dijonais and some like cabbage dude <laughs> i did see that and that's why oh. it didn't make my list oh my god it looks so good <laughs> it looks so good my number four deep fried buffalo chicken wing dip i knew you were gonna take that oh my god dude <laughs> just know you don't even know the things i do to buffalo chicken dip all right you don't even know when i see a plate of buffalo chicken dip at a party like, that party goes up a notch instantly. It is. It's instantly a better party. I, you know me. I'm not a buffalo guy. I, oh, my God. And I fuck up some buffalo chicken dip Every time, time I see it. I It's guaranteed to be coming back for seconds, probably thirds when I see it. And to deep fry it with buffalo sauce dip balls on the side. Uh, thanks. Thank yeah. you for saying that. Yeah. Th- can I, you just say buffalo sauce dip balls one more time? I want to be known <laughs> as buffalo sauce dip ball if I ever have. I'm going to get that on a shirt. Yeah. That should I'm going to put the... that I'm going to put that on a jersey for you. <laughs> yes. A jersey. Uh, no, a bet I want the jersey now. Now cuz you said it. I want to be called no, I want to down the, the buffalo wire. dip balls. No, Buffalo Sauce that Dip Balls. That should be balls. the name of our fans, the Buffalo Sauce Dip Balls. Hey, to all you dip balls out there. Yeah, yeah that might be a good one. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Uh, the number, down the wire Dip Balls. My number three, I, they don't have a picture, but the Shepherd's Pie Grilled Cheese sounds so good. Cheddar and American Grilled Cheese Sandwich stuffed with Irish beef, mashed potatoes, and corn. Mm. Oh my god, dude. If there is gravy inside that, I, I'm done. I'm done. I don't even know how I eat all these things. Because, like, I, I, I just don't know. I can't talk right now. I'm, like, I'm having a breakdown, dude. I'm having a, a moment. That sounds so good. 
So now we get into my top three. Yeah. And so this is where it gets interesting, right? Because this is the top three foods, uh, but really this is the top three brats at the Wisconsin State (laughs) Fair. Okay. Because here's the thing. You're going to go there to get a brat. That's why you go to the State Fair. You you better get a brat at the Wisconsin State uh, Fair. Breaking, breaking news, Giants beat the Brewers again. So these brats that I'm really <laughs> excited to eat, um, should I just name all three of them and just you, go three to one on the three brats you need to try at the Wisconsin State Fair? Hot damn. All right. Go for it. Um. So, I guess this one isn't really technically a brat, but the Pino Pretzel Popper Dog looks, looks great. pretty fucking great. It's well, a they, hot dog. They have a brat of that, too. Oh, yeah. Then get the brat. Don't, <laughs> don't even get the hot dog. That's why it was third, because it was a hot dog, not a brat. Uh, that, they, they will never be above brats. So, I, I'm going to put that at third. Uh, then I'm going to break that Milltown brought in at number two with, uh, sauteed mushrooms, onions, and aged cheddar cheese over the top of it. Like, yeah, that can get fucked up anytime. Uh, and then finally, yeah, the, that, what was it? The jalapeno. Yes. Popper bratwurst with the pretzel bun. Read that bitch. Uh, using her smoked cheddar jalapeno. So wait, sorry. One sec. Using hers. Smoked cheddar jalapeno sausage with crumbled bacon, jalapeno, cream cheese, and Thai pepper chili. That was the most disgusting voice ever. And you said my sexy voice is bad. Are you kidding me? Do you know what I would fucking do to that bratwurst, Dave? That I'm going to the fair to get that bratwurst. The jalapeno proper, uh, the jalapeno proper, jalapeno popper bratwurst. Dude, the pictures, the picture of that does not do it justice. Dude, like it looks so good. The pretzel bun on top of it. I'm not a pretzel bun guy. Whoa, hot take. Can I give my hot take early? No. Nope. That- that's the hot take of the day. All Pretzel right. buns are 100% better than regular buns. No, no chance. Oh no. Okay, get your top three out of here. Uh, well, I gave you my three. My three was the uh, shepherd's pie grilled cheese. My number two, Wisconsin beer brat cheddar cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. I saw that. So good. Grilled cheddar cheese pizza topped with sliced brats simmered in beer and onions for a quintessential Wisco pizza. Sounds so goddamn good my number one though the minute i saw it i knew it was number one chili cheeseburger colossal blooming onion yeah i saw that one the chili cheeseburger colossal onion is a fresh colossal onion okay topped with loaded homemade angus chili and cheddar cheese with a side of chipotle mayo dipping sauce Oh my god. Not to do it justice getting left off the board. I think those uh fish bites could be kind of good. The oh, I was thinking bombs. The chicken schnitzel tenders. Yeah, but that was more like, like fire. chicken tenders. Kinda. Yeah, but it's a schnitzel. 
Um, the clam chowder fries could maybe be good. Oh, that's all you. No, um, no, thank and you. And then I love <laughs> me the cinnamon toast crunch latte right yes. there. I would fuck up probably. Yes. But I also don't really like super sugary coffee at the end of the day too. So I don't know, but that does look really good. Uh, big comeback this year. The biggest comeback ever. The milk. The milk is back at the it's State It's back, fair. people. Uh, all my Wisconsin listeners know the milk was not at the fair last year, and that was just bullshit. People rioted. Dude, that was bullshit. Okay, worst thing on this list. On the count of three. One, two, three. three. Gummy, Gummy bear, bear broth. Yep. yep, okay. Okay, yeah. It's pathetic looking. Dude. <laughs> so listen, pathetic. Listen, I don't... You should have <laughs> just put... <laughs> As someone who put three brats in their top three on this foods they want to try at the state fair, oh my god! The gummy bear brat is eighty. The Here gummy bear brat is the last thing. Bratwurst I want. infused, infused with a sprinkling of colorful gummy bears, served on a bun, then topped with honey mustard drizzle and gummy bear garnish for a sweet and savory combination. This is a broth this is, yeah. <laughs> with mustard and five gummy bears on top of it. Oh my God, it looks so pathetic. It is the saddest drizzle of mustard ever. They needed to redo that. They could not have possibly said that's the picture we want to use for this. And where where is that being sold? If you read more into it, does it tell you? Uh, I'm sure it does. Here, I'll, uh, are you clicking on it? I mean, I could have just clicked on just it go. right there. Yeah. Um, at Leadfoot's Race Bar and Grill. It's probably Leadfoot. Leadfoot's <laughs> Race Bar and Grill. Racist Bar and Grill. That's not what it we said. But yeah, um, I don't know what. It's literally five gummy bears. Do you think there's like a gummy bear bitch at Leadfoot's? Tom, did you hear what I said? Yeah, it's infused with it. Infused. Too. Yeah. They injected gummy bear like gelatin in that bitch. So sad for those dead. Gummy oh bears my god, there. these. Uh, uh, there's there's just so much, so much ridiculousness. I'm glad we were on the same page on that. Uh, speaking of the flaming hot though, flaming hot Cheetos chicken on a stick. Is also a thing. Uh, everyone, do yourself a favor. Even if you are not a Wisconsin native and you can't go to this, go to wistatefair.com and look at the new foods. Or just look at Wisconsin State Fair new, new foods. It'll bring be the first link on Google. Just look at these things and tell me that you are not turned on in a food culinary sort of way because my God, I can't wait to shove a foot long cheese curd on a stick in my mouth. Should we get to some hot takes? I've already given my hot take pretzel buns suck. That's the worst take ever. They're gummy. They're, they end up like mushing together and sticking in your mouth. No ciabatta bread. That's where it's at. A lot of ciabatta. Remember those commercials? Um, my hot take of the week is... Let me just look for one. 
<laughs> I got it. I got it. Okay, my hot take of the week is that Juan Soto will not be traded this year. Hot take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not going to get traded. Nice. By the end of it. Great. I don't have anything. What other? I, I. You want me to give a life hot take? Sure, go ahead. A life hot take? Hot take. The fucking interstate of the zoo interchange will never be done in my lifetime. Oh, that's that's not hot. But you're right. It, it won't. It will never no. be done in my life. I have yeah. to drive on that shit every day, and it sucks. It just sucks, man. And I know there's going to be traffic, and there's no other way. There's just no other way to go. you got to just suck it up and go. Sounds about right. Quick hits. Do it. All right. First quick hit. This is that football I was talking about. I know you had to see this A.J. Dillon thing go down. Trucking. So, that mascot. The best. This is this is the best right here. The Kenosha Kingfish had a promotion that brought A.J. Dillon and one other Green Bay Packer. I don't remember who it was. Do you have it in front of you? No, I don't. Uh, it was it was another Green Bay Packer there as well, starting Probably, quality. Oh, starter? Yeah, no, I think oh, it was okay. a pretty legit person. Okay. Uh, but A.J. Dillon stole the show. Yes. Because they decided to set up a makeshift Oklahoma drill uh, with the yeah. Kenosha Kingfish mascot Elvis uh, and A.J. Dillon. And this poor intern... Had to do the Oklahoma drill versus A.J. Dillon, and it Big went about mistake. as well as you could have planned. Big mistake. Um, go ahead and check my Twitter. I posted that video twice already <laughs> because the first one was blocker charge. Uh, Elvis's feet were not set, just saying, the whole time. And then two, Warren Sharp, I think that was just – did a great depiction on how <laughs> this tweet should be summarized. And that is imagine getting paid in free hot dogs to be a fish mascot for a minor league baseball team, which summer league baseball team. Uh, and then on the night they tell you, you line up for a drill versus AJ Dillon. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I used to work for him. So that was kind of funny. You know, like that could have been me. I mean, yeah. that realistically. Yeah, but you would have did that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you uh, definitely would have. I would have gotten trucked, I, but I wouldn't have gotten trucked. Oh, I would have. He would have. He would have came down. You no. He would have came down. That's no all I'm chance. I'm not saying I'd have ran through him. You're in a goddamn mascot outfit. I would have went for his knees. I would have took no. him out, like of the season to set a point that I'm not a <laughs> bitch. Yeah. What do you mean? Like my pride comes before the Packers season all day. And that's for sure. What would have been at stake right. there? Would have you, would have you, would ha you have gotten trucked intentionally if it means they win a Super Bowl this season? Yeah. Like selling your soul for the yeah. demo. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but everyone thinks you're just a bitch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I would. Do okay. That. Okay. Okay. But I I have to be conscious enough to make that in this moment, like I'm. I'm I don't know if that man about. is conscious anymore. Yeah, that was uh, that was kind of funny. They went anymore. Stupid. I said I don't know if he's conscious anymore. Like he's dead, yeah. just straight dead. 
<laughs> it was a big hit. It was a big hit. Hilarious to look at. Hilarious to look at. Second, um, there's a baseball field in Finland that has a river cam. Have you heard of this? No. <laughs> so, I didn't, I just remembered I had this quick hit, and I didn't do research on it. So, I'm going to quickly type it in and see if I can find out more while I'm telling you about it. But there's this baseball stadium in Finland that is really close and adjacent to a river. Uh, right down the same sideline uh, or, or foul line of first base. Okay. Oh, it's like in the fucking ballpark? <laughs> it's like pretty close to being in the fucking ballpark. Unfortunately, this video doesn't have sound, but you can live react to uh, this. What go happens? Ahead. Yeah, go ahead and okay. just press play. Uh, I'll see if I can get some. Sure. Go ahead and, and, and then just describe what happens as Oh, he... <laughs> no! Oh, no! So as you can see from that video, Dave, the... It is lined up with the first baseline about maybe, what, 40, 50 feet only off to the side? What? So if you slide for a baseball, uh, you definitely can be sucked into the river. And that's exactly I, what this camera does. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, this this dude just clears every last bit of land and goes headfirst into... A fucking lake bed, a river bed, like that. Okay, what's more dangerous, this river or the Astros center field hill? Oh, definitely that. But <laughs> that, uh, this actually isn't baseball. This is uh, Pesapayo. I'm gonna guess is how it's pronounced. P E S A with an umlau. P A L L O. Maybe Pesapalo. If someone knows the name of this pronunciation, tell us. Uh, but it's like Finland's version of baseball. The best part about that, Dave, that ball was still live the yes. whole time. Like, there is no ground rule double in this sport. Yeah. Like, that guy can just keep running. He, well, that was a fair ball. Yeah. and But there's no out of play. Like, they got to get the ball in from the river. Sure. Like, if it starts flowing down the river, you better chase that ball. Uh, it's unclear how deep the river is. No, you could see the guy stand up. <laughs> but yeah, it's <laughs> it's about knee deep, as you can see. Yeah, you could see the guy um, like as he goes into it. He he eventually is like, "What happened?" Timu Nermio was him. Uh, luckily, he was sur him. <laughs> luckily survived the plunge. Was one of the quotes from uh, Hooray, from, Timo. Yeah, good good job. <laughs> Good job. Oh, shit. That was funny. And then let's go right here. I just want to do a happy anniversary right here for uh, today would have been uh, the one-year anniversary of when Drew Holiday had this very famous strip and call on Devin Booker. <laughs> And uh, that was just beautiful. That was great. So awesome to uh, have lived through that. It'll be a year, I think, like tomorrow or Wednesday, something. Wednesday, I thought. Oh, Wednesday. Right? There you go. I believe it's Wednesday. So RIP, our hopes and dreams on the Bucks. Uh, LeBron James, 
DeMar DeRozan playing Drew League ball. Uh, that's kind of funny. I don't understand. DeRozan got got fucking heated yesterday. I don't understand Drew League. Like, they just show up to play? Like, who who runs Drew League? It's it's like uh, when you see dudes that, like, show up on the courts, uh, you know. In Rucker like, Park yeah, kind yeah. of thing. All right. And I'd be pissed seeing that, though. I th- Oh, and then the last thing I have, I had a lot of quick hits today, as you can see. No, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do this one. Uh did you see O'Neal Cruz broke the record for the fastest throw across the diamond like Yeah, it was weeks? like 100 and no, four? Ni- 97. I think it was 98-97. Oh, I thought it was faster. I thought no, I saw a faster well, one. No, now there is a faster one. It did get broken. Oh, okay. By uh this guy I think it was Mason Wynn who who was this? I don't know. Anyway, 105 miles an hour yeah, across the diamond. That's what I was thinking. In the Futures game. And this guy, Tom House, on Twitter, is so mad that we are tracking how fast shortstops are throwing to first base. Okay. Because every infielder will be attempting to set the StatCast infield velocity record for the rest of the month until front offices tell them to knock it off. Who is that? <laughs> Name names. <laughs> I said his name is Tom House. He, oh, I've... He, he's apparently a pitching coach. He has 70,000 followers on uh, oh, so we Twitter. Can't, so you're saying we can't get him on. Maybe. Maybe we can. And <laughs> Reach out to Tom he's House. He's a much older gentleman, as you can see. Okay, he, so he can't is what you're saying because the dude does not In know how to In his bio use... on Twitter, it says he caught Hank Aaron's 715th home run. Fight him. Uh, he's got a lot of... He's verified and shit. He's like clout. I don't know. Reach out to Tom House. That's not Tom. This is an invite. And then he's also made a separate tweet. Uh, That first of all, that tweet was from yesterday. He's made a separate tweet today, so he's still really pressed about it. Uh, One position player throws the ball 100 and a half miles an hour in the future game and gets more press than I've ever seen. How about we listen to the viewer feedback and show the velocity readings for every throw on the infield in the broad class? It clearly makes the game more interesting. Like, jeez, you're so pressed. Tom, Thomas, Tom, Thomas House. Relax. Just settle down. This is why baseball's not fun. <laughs> you are old man yells at cloud. That is, that is exactly what is going on. Thank you, Thomas. Go ahead. All right. First things first. I got to bring up the big one. ESPN, and I'm sure uh, hundreds of thousands of people, maybe millions, got ball sacked this past week, dude. Yes. Dude. It wasn't me. For once, you and ESPN have something in common. I saw this and didn't get ball sacked because of it. Did you start to get ball sacked? No. John Morant would never say that. Like, that kind of, like. Yes. That's why I. Ja. 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 In air quotes. Came out and said, if you put Michael Jordan in today's game, he's just another superstar. You have me. Steph Curry. Luka Doncic. Damian Lillard. Trey Young. And then guys like LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kawhi. It's not just about one superstar and a bunch of average guys. Bleach Report. Mm. <laughs> Can I have breaking news real quick? Uh, Orioles select Jackson Holiday, number one overall, with the first pick in the MLB draft. Full circle, son of Matt Holiday. 
Ayo. Whoa. Uh, yeah. But ESPN aired that quote. What an idiot. Uh, didn't do any research except right on it says from Ballsack Sports. Dude, Ballsack Sports? What, six months? Is that How long has that been around? Uh, yeah, for a little bit. I mean, they've gotten legendary status. They're, they're, oh yeah, they've made it now. Uh, shout out to my guy Ram. Ram getting ball sacked left and right and uh, doesn't want to admit that. But uh, I, I know, Ram, that if you are listening, you need to, you need to unblock me on Twitter, dog. <laughs> Just settle down. Uh, this, this is the same guy that says Chris Middleton is non-athletic, uh, overrated, and um, said that the Bucks are cheap, even though they have the fourth highest uh, set, uh, payroll in the NBA. Makes sense. So, you know, just wanted to put that Oh, shout there. out to the guy who, uh, Alex Caruso, for saying Giannis doesn't get any fouls. And he has doubled the amount of charge calls anyone else has in yeah. the NBA. Alex like, Caruso. You're I, I forgot idiot. about I posted that uh, the other day, too, because that, that is some, some fucked up shit. All right, shit. go ahead. Keep going. All right. A federal lawsuit is suggesting that the Chicago Cubs have prioritized uh, wealthy fans over the disabled. Did you hear about that? Uh, newsflash? Like, yeah, probably. Cubs? Well, the U.S. Attorney's Office filed a federal lawsuit against the Chicago Baseball Holdings LLC and others and claimed that the Cubs have failed to keep Wrigley Field in compliance with the ADA or the Americans with Disabilities Act following an extensive renovation to the stadium beginning in 2014. Uh, basically, in plain English, the Cubs removed a bunch of features that made Wrigley Field accessible to those in wheelchairs in order to install more premium and luxury seating. Hot damn. A bunch of shitholes. At least they own that stadium. Yes. Uh, the And in, a, in another statement by uh, the U.S. Attorney uh, complaint... Uh, said the Cubs removed the best wheelchair seating in the stadium, failed to incorporate wheelchair seating into new premium seats, and uh, designed and constructed wheelchair seating in the last row of general admissions. Hot damn. Tough. <laughs> like, Tough scene. Bro. Tough scene for Chicago. Uh, this one's a, a short one, but the NFL has started to make a push to make flag football an Olympic sport. Mm. How you feel about that? Are NFL players going to be allowed to play in it? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm all for it. I am all for it. <laughs> With the, Dude, is... the movie of the first international fucking flag footballer to win, like that's going to be a bang. Deadspin. I, th- I got this from Deadspin. Um the the uh not the headline but like the like the medium medium quote like the what's it called like the the magnet quote to kind of bring you in right could you imagine a team of nflers taking on some sh- poor schlubs from across the globe it's just so apropos holy fuck why would they do that there's no way I, is there is there a strong flag football contingency from across 
the rest of the world. I sure hope so. I <laughs> sure hope they think there is. Like, I can't wait for first round Philippines to come to. Like, they, I mean, you know that that's. <laughs> they better put a point cap and not a time. That's what I'm thinking. Like, first to 10. Don't, don't put time on the clock. If you put time on the clock, that's going to be sad. Although, would be interesting if you required them to play both ways. Like 3v3 flag football. Let's go. Dude, everyone knows 3v3 basketball was the best, like, uh, shit out there. Put it on, uh, put it on a how many yard wide field? 25, 25 yards instead of 50? And then three people on each team? Okay. Can do something like that. Who would be who would be the best two way player to play in a flag football league, do you think, in the NFL right now? Ooh. Two way player. Give me Travis Kelsey. Ooh, okay. Like plays middle linebacker and plays tight end for you. Yep. Gronk would have no, been no, an no, easy. Not, answer not, not middle thing. linebacker. I'm going with a down back. Okay. All right, he's way back there. You think? No, no, uh, no. Uh, sorry, down lineman. Oh, he's really? Russian. He's Russian. Off the edge. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm thinking Devonte Adams would just be disgusting at corner, even if he would be at wide receiver and one on one in like flag football. Devonte Adams with the cuts would just be absolutely disgusting. I think. Okay. Uh, and. If we'd go number two, I'd say Derrick Henry. Hear me out. Cam Newton. Mmm. Okay. Lighten it up both ways. Yeah. I mean, Jared Lorenzen could have played. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Like, That's no, my quarterback. Nose tackle and quarterback. That would have been something. Uh, Josh Allen. Ooh. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like quarterbacks. Yeah, obviously Big you're quarterback. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Big dudes. But athletic at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I uh, I could also see Trayvon Diggs doing some crazy stuff for both sides. You know him, just making plays all the time. Something like that. Running back seems like a position of value for that, too. All right. Is it, you got any more quick hits? I do have one more. Do it. Uh, Ozzie Guillen and MLB insider John Heyman have been going at it, dude. Uh Ozzy Guillen got like really pissed off at the White Sox. Tony La Russa made some some strange calls the other day. Uh, they, they ended up losing a game to Cleveland. Uh, saw La Russa intentionally walk an opposing hitter in an 0-1 count. Whatever. Uh, Guillen, like I said, uh, appeared to voice his displeasure. Went to town, called La Russa. Rick Renteria with credentials on the post game show, <laughs> which is just savage savagery. Uh, but John Heyman uh, commented on that on that tweet, uh, saying, "Will be interesting to see if it's possible to get someone's job by insulting them on a post game show." Mm. Yeah. Ozzy Guillen used to be the manager of Chicago. Yes. Uh, Ozzy Guillen, for those of you who don't know, former White Sox player and manager, helped them win a World Series, has never been someone 
to mince his words. No, wasn't he the guy who was like, I like Fidel Castro or something? Uh, he is also the guy that has said that he has purposely thrown players under the bus in efforts to motivate them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's got um different yeah. ways. Yeah. Uh, Ozzy Guillen, in response to that tweet, said, John, you hate me and always badmouth me. Let's settle it. Let's raise money. Me and you in the ring. Mm. Whatever money we raise goes to charity. I am not perfect, but tired. You hiding behind you a writer. You look, it's, English is not his first language. But needless to say, how much you paying to get front row tickets to an Ozzy Guillen John Heyman fight? Not a lot. <laughs> That's going to be a terrible fight. <laughs> Dog, these celebrity fights are getting out of control, dude. I love them, though. They're they're so fucking out of control. And really, all we want is Juwan Howard against Greg Gard. Where is that fight? Because all these celebrity fights, like all this tensed-up aggression. What, what? Why does everyone want to fight so bad, too? D- blame the Paul brothers. <laughs> like, this is all This is all a Paul brother. Like, just grown-ass men on Twitter. Like, let's Le'Veon fight Bell. for money. Le'Veon Bell, like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna f- play football anymore to focus on my boxing Frank career. Frank Gore. Oh, Trailblazers. God! And they all suck at fighting, too. Like, it's, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, if you're gonna... What, you've been training? You guys suck. I mean, I feel like if you gave me a month, I would have the form a little bit down more. You know what I mean? Give me a month. John Heyman and Ozzy Guillen. It's a combined age. Oh, give me two seconds on that. Is it over under 135? <laughs> 135. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, how old's Ozzy Guillen? He could be 65, right? John Heyman is 61 years old. Ooh, we're getting interesting here. Uh, and Ozzy Guillen. Uh, he's probably like 60, 65 as well. If he's not 69. Uh, 58. Wow, he looks like shit. Okay. So. 119. 18. Short. Yep, no, okay. 119. 119. Right. 61.58. Yeah. Uh, interesting, interesting. I think that's going to wrap us up today. Damn it. If you like this episode, be sure you guys download us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We can also download us on Podbean. We love Podbean. They're always nice to us. Will we also go on iHeart, Pandora, uh, Google, uh, Ragstock, uh, eBay has our podcast now. I'm pretty sure if you look us up on Tinder, we have it down the wire Tinder now as well, too. Uh, yeah, right, Dave? You're working on that? Yeah, I'll get right on that. Okay. Uh, if not, you can always check us out on thechairshot.com. Ozzy Gian, I'm challenging you. Let's fucking go. Me, you, pickleball courts. Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all.